Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. Near record high inflation means parents are paying more to send their students to school this year. Local organizations are trying to get children the supplies they need to start the school year off on the right foot. A local teacher says she sees that heartbreak every year, which is why she helps out students with her own money. In order for a child to have their best opportunity to learn, to get the education that they deserve, they need to be able to have supplies. And when families are hit financially, that's not always the case. In her sixth year of teaching, Sabrina Rosette has seen quite a lot. She says this year is particularly challenging for parents because of inflation. As a teacher, she has some funding to help struggling students, but most comes out of her own pocket. When there's not that, it's, it's up to the teacher to make sure that students get that so that they can have an education. And one place helping children prepare for a fresh year is Steak and Shake on Cassopolis Street in Elkhart. The manager, Tanya Harmon, is hoping the community may be able to help less fortunate kids. She recently graduated from Indiana State University to become a teacher and says she is well aware of the needs students have. To see those kids struggle and not know, like, if they even have a pencil to write their name on their paper, it just helps them out a lot to know, I have a pencil, someone cares about me, this came from somewhere. <laughs> For some kids, this may be the first full year they go to the classroom. That means they may not have a backpack or the other basic supplies they used the previous school year. Since COVID has hit and um, a lot of people have been laid off and stuff, it's really been hitting the classrooms because teachers are spending even more than they typically do. As a teacher, Rosette says she's thankful for parents buying their children extra supplies to share with their classmates. WSBT 22's Ronnie Doss reporting. It's a trend that has health officials in St. Joseph County concerned. For the past three months, COVID cases have been steadily increasing. The county now has one of the highest transmission rates in the area. We're in the red zone with 173 new cases per 100,000 people. According to county health official, that number is most likely underreported because of at-home COVID tests. Across the country and county, the BA5 variant is the dominant strain going around. It's so contagious that the deputy health officer for St. Joseph County says his team is seeing people get reinfected within a month of recovery. Typically, he says people have had a three-month immunity. This virus is, is really effective at, at slipping through the cracks, basically. So prior infection is not as protective and prior vaccination is not as protective. That doesn't mean he's discouraging you from getting the vaccine if you haven't already or consider getting boosted. He says the vaccine is not proving to block the variant as well as doctors had hoped, but it is preventing severe cases and hospitalization. Cough is probably a little less prominent. Fever is not as significant. It tends to be more of a low-grade fever. Um, sore throat seems to be really prominent in a lot of cases that we've seen here locally. Dr. Fox worries when school resumes. The St. Germain family was at the county city building to get boosted before school starts. If masks were to go back on for, for school and like being required, our work is talking about it. Um, how would you feel about that? I would feel a little happy, actually. And why is that? Because I won't get sick. 
Pfizer and Moderna are working on a more targeted booster shot for the BA4 and BA5 variants. Certainly people at, at higher risk ought to get boosted now. They should be eligible for a more tailored booster in the fall when that becomes available as well. Dr. Fox says a case of COVID with monkeypox has not been reported, but it's not impossible for someone to get both at the same time. WSBT 22's Paige Barnes reporting. More than 1,000 acres in St. Joseph County are now devoted to solar farms, and that number is about to grow a lot. I spoke with the economic development team, and they say right now there is no limit or goal as to how many acres of solar can cover within the county. They also say it's really up to the community to decide to how much solar they want to see, as well as to keep a balance between the agricultural lands. Flatland, agricultural land, and no rezoning required. Solar farms in St. Joseph County are growing quickly. Solar needs to be in certain places because they have to interconnect into the different transmission lines so that it just can't just go anywhere in the county. So far, Indiana Michigan Power owns and operates three solar facilities. Olive Plant in New Carlisle, that covers 40 acres. Twin Branch in Mishawaka that covers 30 acres and St. Joseph Solar Farm in Granger that covers 210 acres. The environmental impact of the St. Joseph Solar Farm in St. Joseph County is actually quite remarkable. More than 13,000 tons of carbon dioxide or CO2 will be avoided and that's the equivalent of not driving more than 30 million miles or 14,000 trips from South Bend to Los Angeles. Project Honeysuckle will be the biggest solar farm within St. Joseph County is going to be 1,100 acres at 150 megawatts, uh, so quite a bit larger. Uh, total panels, I think, is about 407,000 uh, panels to be installed on that farm property in Olive Township. Brown says solar in the county really comes down to the community's decision, and solar expansion will be talked about in this year's comprehensive plan discussion. We look to the comprehensive plan process as kind of like that high-level, uh, high vision to determine land use over the next 20 years and solar fits within that. The comprehensive plan is brought up every 20 years and looks at land use and development across the county. Part of Indiana Michigan Power's promise to keep a sustainable future for their communities and commitment. I wanted to show you guys this sign. It says pollinator habitat and you can see all the flowers that are planted around the solar farm. That's because they've also committed part of this land to keeping it sustainable towards pollinating habitats such as butterflies, birds, bees, and to keep the environment growing within the solar farm. WSBT 22's Ashley Dagger reporting. An empty lot could be a new beginning for families looking for affordable housing in South Bend. The Common Council approved a $14 million development plan in an area at, that at times has been a homeless encampment. This would be a first-of-its-kind project for the city. A developer told me the 65,000-square-foot project on the corner of Monroe in Michigan includes housing for families with a wide range of incomes as well as a space for small businesses to grow. We want to create something that's unique and different and um, prove that it can work this way. Chicago real estate developer Devereaux Peters is excited to bring a multi-use project to South Bend. The former Notre Dame basketball player and graduate says this area inspired her career and shaped who she is. It sounds cliche, but um, I really feel that my time here kind of put me through that process to really develop who I am as a woman. Peters doesn't want to simply create low-income housing. She wants affordability through income levels. She says the Monroe would charge residents between 30 and 70 percent of market rate in more than 45 of the 60 apartment units. It will change the landscape of that geography and potentially be a catalyst for additional development in the area. The City of South Bend Community Investment Department would sell the land to the developer for $1,000. 
Officials say the parcels on the property are worth around $170,000 each, but it sat vacant for years. South Bend would also provide a million and a half dollars toward the project because it meets the affordable housing criteria the city is looking for. The resolution that passed at Common Council would provide tax abatements, while the developers are still hoping for state tax credits to assist with the full scope of the development. Part of the plan for the building is to provide innovative spaces to help incubate ideas. That first floor will have live work units on it as well. So those units for like artisans, entrepreneurs, people with small businesses. The developers tell me if everything goes according to plan, they'll have shovels in the ground by next July. And the first residents would be moving in by December of 2024. WSVT 22's Ronnie Doss reporting. St. Joseph County's growth and its future is the topic as county leaders meet to discuss a comprehensive plan. There are subcommittees that address critical needs including farmland preservation, transportation, and quality of life. These groups will meet over Zoom starting in August and many will have overlapping issues to address. Those preparing St. Joseph County's comprehensive plan say it's so bold it had to be broken down into subcategories. They want to grow the county responsibly while respecting the area's natural features. The plan's project manager, Cynthia Bowen, says groups will put together recommendations like policy ideas or future projects for county officials. They are measurable, they're quantifiable. Because how are you going to know when we're going to achieve that recommendation. We ought to be able to check it off. Bowen says some of the pillars overlap like farmland preservation and environmental stewardship because the region's farmland is a financial asset. It also intertwines with the county's environmental landscape. Now how do we go about preserving farmland? Are there areas in which the county where it should be preserved and not touched? Ken lives in South Bend and signed up for the farmland preservation pillar. We need farm families to, to show a way of life to their children so that the children think this is a great life. I'd love to keep doing this through my through my career. Marianne, a retired school teacher, says working on education will help retain the county's youth. I think it's very important that our young people see the quality of life that we have here and stay. Not just become educated and leave, but actually stay in our county. She says she'll suggest adding more cultural things that'll interest the younger demographic. Some people signed up for more than one group, like Andy Rutten, who signed up for housing and the environment. The plan going forward, they could really encourage how people can develop new homes, uh, even businesses, while preserving or even enhancing that natural landscape. The working groups will meet over the next couple of months, and leaders also say they want to have a final draft of the plan by late spring or early summer. Once again, WSPT 22's Paige Barnes reporting. A string of car thefts in South Bend is apparently targeting particular kinds of cars, those without electronic ignition security. What makes it dangerous is that people don't even need a key to steal the car. Videos like these teach people how to get past the car's ignition and get the car started. A local mechanic suggests what may be happening here. The ability to drive off with someone else's car and you don't even need the key. That's the case for a number of Kia and Hyundai vehicles the police say are going missing. Those who work with cars often say it's simple. So those style cars would be very easily, very easy to steal. The cars that they're specifically targeting are ones that don't have the engine immobilizers, meaning there's no security on the key or anything. All they have to do is have something that can turn the ignition lock, unlock the steering column, and then they can take the car. 
Ferreira is a manager at Rick's Out and Road 66. He says it's the lack of a security feature commonly found in cars older than 2010. There's no electronic security feature. There's no, no security system preventing the car from starting. So what can you do to stop your vehicle from being taken? South Bend police say to park your car in a well-lit area and keep your doors locked. Ferreira recommends a physical block in case someone does gain access to your vehicle. A steering lock mechanism, a steering club, if you will. It would physically prevent the steering wheel from being able to be turned. And if all else fails, there are aftermarket security systems that can be installed. And I would suspect that that would prevent a majority of the cases that these people are seeing. These cases are being investigated by the South Bend Police Property Crimes Unit. Police officials say, of course, if you see any suspicious activity, call 911. WSBT 22's Ann Lurie reporting. Unrest continues with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, and some of the most innocent victims are kids. Millions of children have been displaced, and more than 30,000 of them are in Estonia. Elkhart Marine veterans are part of a statewide effort to send toys overseas to those children and make them feel more at home. Imagine being a kid and having to flee your country with limited clothes and belongings and nowhere to call home. But Marines across Indiana are part of initiative to collect toys to hopefully make these children feel like kids again. Boxes upon boxes filled with toys soon going to find a new home in Estonia. The Marine Corps League Department of Indiana is trying to fill a 40-foot shipping container with toys for displaced Ukrainian children. Alcur Area Marine Chris Grendis says they have collected more than $50,000 in toys, but they still need at least 10000 more by the end of July. So at this point, we're just looking for financial contributions so we can go to a wholesaler and actually purchase the toys that are compliant and for the age group that we're really looking for right now. According to Grendis, they're still short on toys for boys and girls ages 8 to 14 years old. The goal is to have all the toys shipped before the second week in August to get them to the kids as soon as possible. And those kids over there have had their house taken away, their toys taken away, their clothes. All they have is the clothes on their back. Natalie Bussard with Grand Design RV says they offered up the shipping container and to pay for shipping because they want to help the community in any way they can. We feel really privileged to kind of partner with the Elkhart Area Marines to extend that that impact, hopefully positive impact always. Toys should arrive in Estonia by the end of September. That's when Grendis and another Elkhart Marine will distribute the toys and hopefully make a difference in their lives. What we're taking is uh, is going to make a small impact, but a huge impact, you know, just one kid with one smile is, is really what we want to do. Elkhart Marine League's Chris Grandis and Grand Design RV's Natalie Bussard heard there talking with WSBT 22's Erica Finke. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT.
Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 